Episode 50, guys. Yeah, buddy. I wrote it down. I even fucking typed it out. <laughs> and it's bold. Is and it in Ro- Roman numerals? <clears throat> no, I wouldn't be able to read it. <laughs> For some reason, this feels like a milestone, and I feel like the episode 40s took forever. It was like every week seemed like week 46 40, for some yeah. reason. So, I mean, it's been over a year, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, but we did take a couple weeks off. We took some time off, I think, during like when COVID first happened. We didn't yeah. do one or two, and then yeah. like Christmas, we, we kind of yeah. took a little hiatus. Just because it was too hectic with the way the dates fell, and Christmas was on a Thursday this year, wasn't it, or something? I can't remember, but it was like the way it, the way question. Hanukkah's more than a week long, yeah. so it was every day this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, big five zero. Today is Michael Jordan's birthday. Yep, my mother in law's too. And yesterday was the twenty fifth anniversary of Happy Gilmore debuting. Yeah, I was really impressed with Adam's swing. Actually, it sounded great. Yeah, it sounded pure. <laughs> I wonder how many takes that took. I don't know. I watched the interview with Shooter. Yeah, that one was awkward. I don't even like he's, him in real life. He's awkward, I think. The interview he did at Golf Channel yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought you meant the Instagram no. post. He posted an Instagram. I saw that, too. That was awkward. <laughs> that was awkward. But he did a really, he did an interview talking about, um, the, you know, the, he's like, it's, they're like, how often is this in your life? He's like, every day. He goes, he goes not so much anymore because i got to wear a mask, but I'd go anywhere and people would be like, Shooter. He's like, everywhere I went, or someone's got to drop a line. And they asked him, like, where does Happy Gilmore rank in your career, right? And he said, my dad always told me, like, if you're lucky and you're a good actor, if, like, having five good friends, if you have five good movies in your life, and he said, I would say that Happy Gilmore's probably top of my list. Just, the you know, the change in his life. Told some cool stories, like, uh, Bob Barker wasn't the original plan. They had somebody else in mind. But they went to Bob Barker and said, would you do it? And he said, yeah, but I want to do the, the boxing punching part myself. <laughs> I do my own stunts is what he told them. So he kind of, he told that story. And be, yeah, it was pretty cool. They filmed it in like Vancouver or something like that. And, uh, we, we played, we grew up playing baseball with a kid who golfed with him, with Shooter, in like a tournament up in Geneva. Oh, really? He's a big Bills fan. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, Steve Moscardolo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, played yeah. with he he no. posted he's posted a couple pictures on Facebook. Uh, shooter no. just got breaking news for Dando Tatis Jr. Fourteen years, three hundred forty million dollars. Fourteen years, three hundred forty. What is of that? those two numbers? Fourteen years. Yeah, right. kind of. Balls. That just seems excessive. Num- yeah. Numbers, guy. Yeah. Don't they normally take it five years at a time three, or something? Three forty. Yeah. Not th- these new contracts recently. That's twenty four point two. It's a good deal for them for fourteen yeah. years. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, he's how old is he? He's really young. Twenty. Oh God, he two, can't. Twenty three. Yeah. he can't be more than twenty three. Yeah, it's not like Harper getting at thirty years old. So yeah, right or Pujols or I say Har- Harper Machado A Rod. I think Trout's deal was real long. We're seeing this young core guy group yeah. where these teams are giving them yeah. massive extensions. Well, the Yankees fucked up and did it with A Rod, and he was too old. Like, they should have never given him that much money that late. Yeah. And then he kind of turned around, like, you end up screwing the pooch there with the whole, like, I didn't do steroids, but I'm going to sue baseball, even though I did steroids type of thing. He won a World Series. Yeah. But, they, I mean, they gave him, like, what, 10, 12 years, Mm. and he'd already been in Seattle for a while. And And Texas. And Texas. Mm. Uh, So before we get, like, deep into this, I do have to say uh, we lost a very loyal listener this past week. Uh, my man, we, I'm going to miss our two hour conversations on the phone. That was tough news to get, uh, last Thursday, but, uh, dude, love this podcast, man. Love this podcast. 
Uh, we took a little break at one point over Christmas, like I said, and I got a phone call from him. He's like, where the fuck is my podcast? <laughs> and he would listen to it, and I could tell he was like, he would he currently listen to it because he would text me as he was listening to it. And I'm like, well, you'll get to that part. You'll get to that part. Like, just hang on. And then, so um, I was tough, man. I mean, he would have been 37 this year. That was tough news to get Thursday. Avid golfer, man. Loved his podcast. And uh, family. He was Allie's cousin. They were like brother and sister, so. Yeah. Rest in peace, brother. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's get on to some golf. Do I get golf? I'm going to Daytona 500 first. Let's do NASCAR first because I feel like there's a lot of <laughs> golf stuff that's going to tie into the end of the podcast anyway. Is it because of the mullet you have or is that just kind of like... I feel like you guys are really obsessed it's, with these freedom locks for some reason. It certainly I, helps. Did right? you did you comb or like fluff your mullet while watching the race? I got to know. You know, <clears throat> he just I watched, did a little bit. He's just watching the mirror. <laughs> yeah. He had a fan next to him. I was so drinking, was a, I was drinking a Diet Dew at the same time <laughs> with my Copenhagen. But, yeah. Oh, man. So I, I didn't, I, tr- I, I would have watched it. First of all, I didn't know. I got 20 bucks for whoever needs it, by the oh, way. I was going to say, we you guys are, we are pay up here. You and I are Russ. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I forgot one. I didn't know it was on until you said we should do something. I'm like, shit, I don't even know. I, I, didn't, I didn't know until I went to PA. And, and then I'm like. <laughs> I saw it in the bets. I was <laughs> watching golf, and then I went back and. There was another delay. Like, well, you texted us and said, there goes half the field. I was yeah. borderline 14 upset laps when, he, in. when he texts me and says, like, we're going to do a NASCAR bet. I'm like, I, I don't know the first thing about it. I don't really want to just donate my money to you, but clearly. You didn't lose anything. I you didn't, didn't lose anything. You didn't win anything either. I like out. betting with you guys. It seems to work out in my well, favor Well, we did here. last year. We got, before you come on to the podcast, we were watching a ton of NASCAR. Oh, yeah. We got into it, like, every week. We were doing, we used the bowl over yeah. there, and we're drawing names. Would you? <laughs> Sit and watch the entirety of the race. Yes. I'll pick it up at the oh, last I fifty. Or I never did. I did a couple, but we would draw names out of that bowl. And have twenty dollars bets like every week for the top finisher yeah. or whatever. At least I, it, this year we got to pick our guys. Last last year you just draw a, a name. I <laughs> Good like, luck. Yeah, I like what we did this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. I mean, yeah. I I never really have watched NASCAR. I you know you go to a restaurant and it's on, you start to watch a little bit, but I've never just focused on a race or i never googled like who's in the lead right now any of that kind of stuff and if there was any race that i would want to start watching nascar with that was it excitement in the beginning excitement in the end it's it's always like of course there was a a pretty gratuitous uh break (laughs) in the middle of it my odds were probably better though if we draw names out of the bowl because i don't know shit about nascar (laughs) (laughs) i'm with you i just i look through the odds on dk i'm like all right let's just pick these guys (laughs) I had no idea. I mean, I was trying to pick just some off the wall names, and I almost I knew the, the winner by accident. And I didn't because I was like, his name sounds bland. I want to pick someone that's really off the wall. I so. I mean, the main goal is to get somebody who doesn't wreck. That's that's the only goal. And then I didn't realize the first, it was death race. I the, thought it was NASCAR. <laughs> the first wreck, I lost two guys. So. Yeah, that, that was what I was paying attention to after the first big wreck, which was only fourteen laps in. I went to see who was who was in that wreck. <laughs> It's almost like our bets went on golf. Who made the cut at yeah. Daytona? It's okay. Who didn't get knocked out in that crash? Dude, it's crazy too. Cause at first I didn't realize I'm like, well, that's big time for these guys. They're not going to be down laps. They can fix their car in the red flag. Oh, yeah. Cause I, probably another like two laps. If they make another two laps, they probably just, I think it was pretty yeah. close to around that yeah, time. When you text us that I was like, I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. And then probably like four hours later, I'm like, you know what? I don't think they can touch their. Yeah, that's crazy. All. So they they put that rule on, like two or three years ago. It's very recent. That if you're involved in a crash and you can get the car back to your pit, you have six minutes to work on it. And at, 
I'll Russell, circle back Russell's to Russell's out of NASCAR. Well, they, they talked about it a lot during that <laughs> race, but I'll circle back a little bit. But after those six minutes, you have to take the car out on the track and reach a minimum speed. If you can't reach that minimum speed, you're out. It was, it was like 167 or something. Oh, I yeah, figured it was 175. I, I was going to say, I couldn't tell you the it number. Was cra- it was crazy. I was like, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That one car but, didn't have a front on it. It was like, so, get, get, get yeah. going. So I think they've done that, they said, so that you can't go to the garage for half hour, put your car back together with duct tape, and then go out there in an unsafe manner and cause another huge crash. Oh, I, I know, know in motorcycle racing, my dad would say that if someone was really slow, they'd throw what they call like a meatball flag. It's, I think, a black flag with a red circle in it, and it just means you're unsafe and you're out of the race because oh, yeah. you are not fast enough. Right. I, I always want to put one in my car, so when I'm going on the highway, I can be like, yeah, off the road, bitch. <laughs> so the car you're talking about that went out there with no hood and no front fenders, yeah. and the camber on his front passenger side wheel if you notice was so bad that the outer third of the tire wasn't even touching the track i think we call that stance nowadays (laughs) (laughs) very true but he was basically just down on the yellow line doing slow laps by himself because you get i always relate it back to the fedex cup in golf oh some points for all the for every lap you complete you get some sort of points for your lap total that's well, what he was just out there driving by himself. Like, yeah, screw it. I'll just get some points. Well, the picture you sent me, I'm like, I don't know. This is open wheeled racing. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, and then obviously McDowell, who won, or is McMurray. Mac. What's that? McDowell? McMurray. No, McDowell. Mike, Mike McDowell. Michael McDowell. Yeah. Okay. And uh, McAfee. So Mike called him Mitch, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. And so the whole, the whole show, he's calling him Mitch McConnell. <laughs> and then someone's like, ah. Uh, I gave you the wrong name. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, as soon as you put something in my head, you know I'm going to go with it. He's like, I didn't know what you're going to do. Because they got the shit in their ears, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's got something in his ear. I I didn't. I watched, like, when it restarted later. It was, I was trying to watch it. And I ended up falling asleep. But I read today yeah. the uh, least viewed race, Daytona 500 race in history. But some of that's got to be because of the eight-hour well, delay, right? Eight-hour delay, or and probably all those people or... were pre-gaming or hammered and passed <laughs> out, yeah. so yeah. they didn't make it to so, actual race. That's what I'm going to bring up. Obviously, Daytona is, like, the biggest race of the year. Hmm. No other sport has the biggest game of the year. First, first game. Right? Let's start the game year yeah. off with the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even that, because obviously they have their playoff. But it's not like most of the time you're going to start off like next year and be like, hey, Casey and Tampa, you're playing to start the season. Right. You know, that that would be electric. But NASCAR is the only sport that really does this. It says, all right, here's our, here, you know, here's our top race. This is our best game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did Let's you happen start. to see Kozlowski's uh, interview post-race? He was the one that incited that crash. The last crash. And, yeah. And he uh, just, I couldn't, says, I can't drive uh, everyone's car there's, deba- there's debate over that, but. He says, we were in position. It's exactly where I wanted to be, running second on the last lap of the Daytona with the package. Whatever that means. I'm assuming his car being said package. But what he said. Do you know for sure? (laughs) Who knows? It's NASCAR. He said, I don't feel like I made a mistake, but I can't drive everyone else's car. Uh, Excuse me. Doesn't mean you should slam people into the wall. It looked blatantly obvious to me. Maybe there's debate. but Yeah. So I, I fell asleep. So the next day I had to Google the finish. And obviously it was a crash. Half a lap before the end. McDowell's going to have a full car by the end. Because you had Logano was leading, right? Keselowski. Was it him or Dylan? No. Joey Logano. I, don't, I had a bet on Ford. So Joey Logano was in first. Keselowski, you just mentioned, was running second. And then McDowell, the one it was third. And the crash was caused by McDowell tapping Keselowski's back bumper. But they were 
They were all low. Keselowski went to pass on the high side, and Logano blocked him. Oh, and so that most forced him true NASCAR fans or whatever that I've from what I read said blame that race on Logano. Keselowski had enough speed to go past him. He blocked him immediately, so Keselowski had to lift, and that caused McDowell to to rear-end him. That so looked like a Hollywood movie crash oh, when hell yeah, everything started exploding. Kyle <laughs> Busch took a serious, two serious hits in that crash. I just couldn't imagine driving 200 miles an hour. I would love. I mean, I would Ross lo- loves that. I'm, 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 I'm a big tailgator. Yeah, you are. I don't know how you haven't fucking rear-ended 10 people. But someone <laughs> might have gone 150-ish plus maybe on my motorcycle at one point, and that is not a fun experience. It feels like you're time traveling, and the ground looks like it's melting under you. So no, thank you on the 200. I've been I've been like 46 miles an hour on a bicycle. What, yeah. dude? Dangerous. I haven't been Fly quite that fast, but I've bombed down the south side hill from 6th Street down. <laughs> on my bike. I ran down hill once really fast. <laughs> my sunglasses flew off and down you know, my helmet, too. This will be, it won't be a far aside, but one time I went down Hard Scrabble Hill on a skateboard that I had just gotten, and I had not tightened the trucks and that got the speed retarded. wobbles. That is stupid. Wow. I don't know where this I, is. It's up in It's got to be Addison. My grandparents happen to live in that area. I would. So. Hard Scrabble Road. I, if I had the chance, I would hop in a NASCAR in a passenger seat. Oh, I would hop in, but I don't want to be driving it. Oh, I would take, I would do that. I probably wouldn't. It would take some experience, some practice to get up to 200, but. You know what they if say. If no one else was on the track, I'm I would in. love to be in the passenger seat. <laughs> they say if you ain't rubbing, you ain't racing, so. Yeah. I don't know why we're all upset. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They no. say, well. They were talking about the uh, so they put great gift. You like those? I love it. Oh, the spoilers! They are special spoilers for Daytona, and they use them in Talladega. His broke, and they said it broke. I saw a picture of it earlier, and they think it's possible. Who's McDowell's? Oh, okay. In that first wreck, like fifteen laps in, his got hit against the wall and it like snapped, so it wasn't really intact like the entire race. And they said it's possible that actually helped him his car be a little bit faster. Because yeah. they provide, like they said, that spoiler that NASCAR and they the teams don't put them. From what I read, the teams don't put them on. NASCAR officials put those on. They're special for Daytona and Talladega because they just run wide open. Yeah, and his like broke. They said it creates almost like a downdraft, holds the car down, and <clears throat> but it either. creates dirty air because like you remember when they had those road runners with a giant, yeah. the giant spoiler. The yeah. reason why that was so great is because it put the dirty air up higher, the, the swirling air. Yeah. So I can imagine that if he broke that little spoiler off. Was an advantage, but it's not like you're violating a rule. They're huge, it snaps off. They're the like ones on the back for for Daytona are probably it's a bigger win. They're probably eight, they're probably eighteen inches. I bet they're huge. They're Interesting. Very, Google picture. I'm, of make, the, I'm definitely made that number up, but they're <laughs> you can tell you they're not. They're, you shouldn't have said that. They're, they're not at least normal. a foot. They're at least a foot tall. They're not normal, like compared to regular spoiler. But I I, I fell asleep. I didn't watch. I I think I I watched after the restart, which. It was probably like 9.20 before they got going. I thought you were doing later than that, maybe. <clears throat> I thought you said 10 o'clock when you texted us. It looks like something you used to scrape your windshield. I said they're restarting at 9. Hopefully I didn't I thought you type said that 10. on you guys. I don't know. No, I saw the start of it, so I don't oh. know. Was and it then, last uh, year that was it, you, you were here, we're watching golf in Daytona? Or was it just me here? So I got a new remote like for from Time Warner Spectrum. Oh, I remember. And I thought I was... Going back to the channel, and I hit like back, and it didn't work. So then I like just went back to the channel, and what it did is it paused the channel that I was watching, which was the race. So then, like, I turned it back on. I'm like, man, what happened? They have a weather delay. They're like, they're only forty laps in. 
the race was actually over. <laughs> and then I realized like it like paused. So I have a picture of the spoiler, so I'm going to go ahead and make sure. Tell me if I'm putting it in the camera because we do have YouTube, and if you're not watching it, you're missing out. Like, comment, and subscribe because obviously that's going to make things better if you do so. You Give can us see input. that. Actually, from like the way your picture looks, looks like a hair comb on the back of the car. It just reminds me of what you'd scrape your windshield with in the morning. Yeah, in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said nine. Okay, I would have felt bad if I said ten. Either way, I saw it, but I was watching more the women's. So now the racing's back. I'm gonna be watching some racing. It's it's oddly entertaining. It seems it like is. a great avenue to bet because it apparently they do stages yes. in the race. How how long is the stage? Yeah. Is it fifty laps or something? So, yeah. NASCAR guru, can you explain stages to us? So the number of laps is is based on the race, the track length and yep. whatnot. So it, it all goes again, I equate it to golf FedEx Cup. It was basically a way for them to put more opportunities to earn points. So so they break the at, big race into little races. Yeah. So at Daytona, gotcha. stage one was 65 laps. Stage two was the next 65. So that gets you to 130. So therefore, the final was 70 laps. Okay. So at at the end of the 65th lap, whoever was they t- the top 10 places get whatever their season-long cup points are. So if you're in first at 65 laps, you won that stage and you get like – I don't even know, 25 points or so, something. So I, I have no idea because I didn't look. I'm just thinking about this. Does McDowell have, actually have the most points right now? I sure, I'm guessing he gets ac- a lot of extra for winning. First race of the year, right? Or does, so like, um, I would. I, who the hell? I don't even know who it was. Denny Hamlin. Hamlin, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, McDowell should get a lot of points, for obviously, for winning the race. Hamlin won stage one and two, and I think he also get points for the most for, for the laps yeah. that you lead, where he would have, I believe, led the most laps. I had a, I had a bet on him top three. You got that. What's it even called? Their point race. Uh, NASCAR Cup Series. They apparently don't have a title sponsor on their cup somehow. But that, uh, That's almost impossible. <laughs> it says 2021 NASCAR Cup Series standings. Because they have, but, like, the Bush Series, yeah. right, which is clearly sponsored. So, it. They have McDowell listed number one because he's won the only race. He's uh-huh. only at 46 points, and Austin Dillon is actually in the lead with 58. So I'm assuming maybe he led two stages or something to that extent. Well, Hamlin did. Hamlin won stages one and two. Hamlin finished so down. He's how done does this. that work then? If he's McDowell has 46, Austin Dillon has 58. What's Hamlin got? Is he listed there? Hamlin is in third with 52, So, which doesn't make sense. Could I don't be a really lapse led then. Yeah, I don't know, because Hamlin maybe, won the first two stages. Maybe the so. stages aren't worth as much as I thought. You'd so think I, a win would be like 100 points. So that way, no matter right. what, if you win, you get yeah, to yeah. jump the leaderboard. Well, we're going to figure this all out when we watch more NASCAR this I, year. I guess it's a learning experience. So, so, yeah, anyway, the stage is just a way to break it up into more opportunities to you win points. points. Yeah. The winner of each stage gets an extra 10 points. So it's not Okay. Much. So then 10th place. What so, do you get for winning the race? So It must count down. 10th place gets one. Yeah, no, so Less than 50, clearly. Um, yeah. Yep. So it counts down. So first place gets ten all the way down through the top ten. Okay. Only the top ten get points per stage. Then I see yes. points for laps. Lad or whatever. I, I believe so. I I think I've well, heard have before to. too. Yeah. If Hamlin has fifty two, yeah, and he, he won stage one and two, yeah, so he got twenty, 20. points. Right. So there's a thirty two point. All right, NASCAR commissioner, if you're listening, you should get extra points. If you bump someone, knock them out of the race, you should collect their points <laughs> like Mario Kart when you collect coins. <laughs> I like that. All right, let's talk about some golf. Uh, Pebble Beach, 
Was that sigh because you're excited for golf or you're disappointed we're moving on from NASCAR? No, I'm just feeling weird about the sport right now. Oh, it okay. feels like we're in a real transition stage. Okay. But we can get into that. Yeah, we can because I have, I wrote that down. I have on my notes, crazy stretch of golf. Weird. I didn't have that written down. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, Berger won this week. He's actually my first star of the week. He had four Eagles. Two yeah. on Sunday. Yep. And a couple lip outs. Did you see the highlight reel of yeah. the lip outs? And he shot seven under to win the tournament. I got to be honest, I was rooting for speed. I kind of wanted to see him get that monkey off his back two weeks in a row. I kind of called him out after last week um, at Phoenix saying that, you know, going forward, we've got to see if that one round was lightning in a bottle or if he can replicate that going forward. And I think he proved last weekend that he's – He's finding something. Yeah, he's still. I, I still don't think he's gonna win until he gets his driver. He said his driver. He's just. He said his driver he's, was. He's missing both ways too, which yeah. makes it ten he's, times worse. He said his driver is. Uh, I watched Sunday. He did an interview with Steve Sands or somebody, and Steve Sands basically <laughs> said Jordan told me that, you know, when he was winning, he was hitting his driver on the string, and he's not hitting his driver very good right now. This week will be a good test for him because you got to be accurate at Riviera. Riviera, yeah. Yep. So yeah, I think I wonder too at watching watching a Sunday. I think in the I mean he's played on the big stages. He's been there, done that, won a lot. But you got to have something as a competitor in the back of your mind, reminding yourself like it's been a while since I won. Oh yeah, and I felt like he was very tentative on. He, he did it at he, Phoenix too. He was very tentative with putts. It was he, like he didn't want to back up, so he stopped getting aggressive. Yeah, and then you you back up by default whenever that happens. Yeah. I felt like Sunday at Phoenix and. At Pebble, he got very, very conservative. Tiny, yeah, mm-hmm. just didn't want to hit putts. You yeah. said that you noticed he had a two-way miss, and it <clears throat> reminds me we have a great listener, Rupert, who happens to be one of our local pros. When I was in high school, we had played around, and he had told me, "You know, you're playing well, but you're missing to both sides." And Jack Nicholas always said, "You have to cut half the golf course out. If you know you're only hitting a cut, I'm lefty. So if I'm hitting a cut, the right side of the golf course is irrelevant." I can put it on the right edge. It's never going to go right. I can always cut it back into where I need it to. That's why I tell you. If you're having well a together, two-way we miss. We both sides covered. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> if you have a two-way miss, you're basically up Jits Creek. You have no idea where to miss it to. It's a great show on Netflix. If you know that show. you can only miss it to half keep of the that. course, then you've basically eliminated half the problems. Right. Pause. Pause. Great show. Yes. You got to give the first season, like, yeah, a, give it time to warm up. I'm sorry. Right. I, I missed that. I was talking. Shit, what you show? said Shit's Creek. Oh, great yeah. show. I think my parents watched that. So on pause. <laughs> I've probably had 10 people tell me I got to watch it. Yeah, I've good. been stuck on uh, Wentworth trying to get through that. It's like Is a, that one of those British shows? It's a, it's a prison drama set in a in Australia, in a women's oh. prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably yeah, has the that. most twists and turns I've ever seen in a show. It's very good. If you guys want a good documentary, I texted you guys the other night. Operation Odessa. What's it about? Drug cartel. Basically, them going to Russia to buy basically like submarines and helicopters. Dude, it's it's wild. If we're going to go around quickly (laughs) with our There's still one guy on the run. There's still one guy like running and hiding. Is a reward for him? I don't know. I don't think you're going to find him. We got guns and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Last night, I watched American Psycho for the first time. Wow. Great movie. Awesome movie. Makes me want to get a really nice business card. (laughs) Paul Allen's business card. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into it off there. I got a couple other ones you'll absolutely love. I watched one. I can't think of the name of it. Haley, remember. 
It was based on a true story of a guy who was, he worked for the FBI and he was the one that came up with the term serial killer before they knew what serial killers were. They call me that every morning. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. The worst dad joke didn't come yeah. from Adam. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't even drop that one. Anyway, this guy, it was based on a true story. He would go around and interview what he classified as serial killers. You go to prisons. He interviewed Manson. You're like Charles Manson. Sounds like a fun conversation. That would be uh, that would be interesting. I would do that. Bonkers. He interviewed him, and they said that Manson like was very charismatic. He went to interview him. We're talking about fucking serial killers on this podcast. <laughs> it's all right. Tiger King did well. I don't yeah. know why we wouldn't. <laughs> he said Manson like said something to him about like oh those are some those are some uh, nice sunglasses. I gotta have those. Can I have them? So he's like yeah sure. So he gave him the sunglasses. But then he went back to the prison cell and told people that he stole them off the FBI agent without them knowing. <laughs> nice. He was just like a man, very manipulative. I'll figure out the name and tell you guys. Great, <clears throat> great fucking show, though. Cut back to golf. On pause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see, since we already talked about Adam Sandler a little earlier, he actually gave uh, Berger a shout-out, DB Straight Vibe, and he gave him a shout-out because in one oh, of yeah. his movies he was Donnie Berger, and that's mm. my boy. So he said, giving a shout out to my boy, yeah. Daniel Berger. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good golf. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm assuming Berger knew coming off 17 or going up 18 what he had to do to win. Because my other star of the week, Maverick McNeely, who is, uh, I got to give the kid credit. I met him out at Erie a couple years ago. At, uh, it was the web.com. That's Corn Ferry now. What uh, course did they play in Erie? A peak and peak. Oh, okay. Bryce played the event, so we went up. Uh, nice kid. I thought it was, I'm like, I don't know, is this kid really going to pan out to anything? Do you guys know his backstory? No. About, but what, what about his backstory? Like his dad's a billionaire? Oh, dude, so every time they talk about it, it keeps reminding me, his parents' house is still like on the market yeah. for like $54 million. Why doesn't he buy it? It's where he grew up. It, I mean, it's, it's crazy. His dad's a billionaire. He, he, he was a CEO of a, Startup, wasn't it? Silicon Valley startup company. And the, the backyard's got, like, practice areas. Three, it's got three holes in it. It's got an indoor and outdoor pool. Yeah. Like, look. My guess is, Mc, I mean, he went to Stanford, and his dad's got money. So, he went to Stanford, I think he played there. I don't know how, how much he played. He, but, I thought he tied Tiger's did he? wins record at Stanford. I think they wow. had the same number of wins. I always just got the vibe from the kid that, like, was he really that? I, was, I always question, like, is he really that good to be out on tour? Or does he just have the ability to be out there and practice as much as he does? Because what do you fall back on, right? Yeah. He probably doesn't have to work a day in his life. So I, got, I give him credit for he's clearly busted his ass to get to where he's at. He, his been, girlfriend might be helping him too. Yeah, his girlfriend plays him. Is it Daniel, Daniel King. King? Oh, yeah. They live in Vegas together. So um, he was the only player, he T2 this week, only player with four rounds in a six, or one of two players, four rounds in a six. The other one was Jason Day. Uh, but anyway. He had Berker had to have known coming off seventeen or somewhere in eighteen that he had to make birdie there, and he hit an unbelievable three wood into that green. Yeah, unbelievable three wood. I mean that was that's yeah. a ballsy shot. Like saw a lot of balls go in the ocean from people and trying to reach right. that green. Yeah, yep. Trying to sling it in off it, the left. And the crazy part is, most of those guys, I've said I, I I wouldn't know how to do this, but most guys hit a draw into that green, and you're hitting a draw, and if it just goes another five yards left, you're wet. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to hit a draw towards the water. Most guys, you know, most guys are hitting away from water. Right. Or overcut it like right. Phil put two in there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which is which just seems crazy to me. But yeah, yeah it was. Uh, dude, I was pumped. Like, and then that's what I was gonna say is crazy stretch of golf. At Genesis this week, Riviera. You got WGC. That's the work day. Arnold Palmer, Bay Hill, then the players. That alone is a crazy yeah. stretch. Mm-hmm. That's love, like I love Bay Hill. Yeah, that takes us right into tournament. the summer when we start packing it up, right? Because isn't Arnold Palmer <clears throat> right before the players, which is right before the U.S. Open, like two weeks? No. Or, so then you go Hon- May. Honda Classic. U.S. Opens in June. I know the U.S. Opens in June. I'm saying the PGA like, Championships in May now. The uh, Arnold Palmer's isn't that mid-May? No. No, it's, it's in April. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh, it's, it's March. Three, March, three weeks from now. Oh wow. Okay, I thought you listed more tournaments than that. I was thinking that. So you got Genesis WGC event, Arnold Palmer, players, Honda Classic, then the match play, which might be one of my favorite tournaments of the year. Then the Valero Texas Open, which is actually probably a down event for most guys, because then it's a week before the Masters. Isn't that usually where Jordan Spieth comes out and beats a half field? Then he goes on streaks from there. I mean, he's from Texas. He hasn't in a few years. Before we get too far from... Uh, <laughs> that course might not be ready. We don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, before we get too far, Daniel Berger, I don't know if you saw this stat, has had 26 consecutive rounds under par, so there's no real question why he's putting up the numbers. Great stat. I saw it the other day. The person next is Cameron Tringali, which I know he's a perpetual top 20, top 10 kind of guy, like a Tony Finau where he's a cash cow, but you'd think when you've got that many rounds under par, eventually you'd get one on the field and put yourself in that position, but it seems like you never really, you see him coming down the stretch, but it's never like, oh, here comes Tringale. It's his to win. Right. Maybe he's just not developed yet. I don't know. He's been around a while. (sighs) I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. He was a good college player, good amateur. He's been around for a while. John Rahm's got 22, and we know how it's working for him. He's putting up wins. So I mean, you could take somebody like Tringale who has that stat, consecutive rounds under par. You could shoot one under yeah, seventy four under for a tournament and lose by ten strokes. I so. get it, but you're never backing up really on the field at that point, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they, but you could, you could do that and never be in contention. Also, yeah, they pay out well for twentieth. I don't know if you heard. I was going to say it's a good way to keep your <laughs> uh, tour card doing that. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, love yeah. Mason Kisner, which I don't think he's playing this week. Looked at the TG, I didn't see his name. I didn't see him on yeah, there. I don't know if he is around. They keep talking about Phil potentially being a commentator, even though who knows what's really working up in the books. I feel like Kisner will eventually take that position as well. I don't think he would. I don't know. I think he's more I, like just I, very he'd be relaxed. suited for it. That's I think he sure. would, but I don't. If think they he let would. him drink, I love. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Kisner. His personality's come out, especially with the foreplay yeah. podcast yeah. guys. He, I view him as like a great podcast. Listen, I don't think he's polished enough to be yeah, on a they network might blackball broadcast. That yeah. Speaking of Phil and podcast, did you guys watch the Padraig Harrington or listen to any of that with yep. the sub? Subpar guys, did you hear the story? No. So Phil and Potty used to have like bets and stuff when they were like playing the same events. Like the loser had to buy dinner or something like that. So they were in like these things like Singapore or China or they were somewhere off the wall where you wouldn't really expect people to walk up to you and know yeah. who you are. So they, they figure out like, oh, we're going to the steakhouse and Phil like plans it. You know, Harrington's got to buy dinner that night or whatever. So they go to the steakhouse and he said, Harrington says, I show up, uh, you know, late or on time or whatever. Phil's already there. He's, in, he's like, and they got us like in a private room, like away from people. It's Phil and Bones and, you know, Harrington and his caddy. He said, we're in his back. And the sommelier. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're back there. And he goes, I walk in. He goes, I don't drink wine. He goes, and Bones doesn't drink wine. He goes, and he said, <clears throat> Phil doesn't really drink wine. That, that seems very, well, he said, it seems very odd to me that Harrington doesn't drink wine. He's Irish, too. They probably just drink whiskey. Guinness. Yeah, but, well, whiskey. maybe. 
So he's like, I walk in, he goes, there's like four bottles of wine on the table. He's like, and then like some kid comes up and says, hey, can I get a picture with you? So they, the kid comes in the room. Phil takes a picture of him. He's like, yeah, it's my 18th birthday. Phil's like, oh, well, you can drink. You should take a bottle of wine. Gives him a bottle of wine. And then before you know it, he's like, he's sending bottles of wine to like two other tables. Harrington goes, I paid for all that. <laughs> Phil's out there. He goes, all these people walking around thinking, man, Phil's a nice guy. He sent me wine. He goes, I paid for it. Remember how we talked about Fig Jam being his nickname? Yeah. Someone reoriented that to, fuck, I'm generous. Just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story the other day, though. Uh, before I hop off golf, I can mention my third star, Akshay Bhatia, the 19-year-old. Um, yeah. Didn't miss a green on Thursday, 18 for 18, which is impressive. Seven, seventh player to do that um, since 83 when they started keeping track of that. I'm so glad you brought him up because... Dude, I, I, you, did you, I end up looking up how much he weighs because I'm like, what? Like, He's only 19 years old. Yeah. Six foot, 130 pounds. <laughs> He turned pro right out of high school. Yeah. That's supposed to go to Wake Forest, I think. I thought it was going to be, say, like 160. I yeah. looked at it at like 130. I was like, really? That's less than Ricky Fowler somehow. Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, I do. I mean, the kid just, was supposed to be the next best thing, and then he hasn't really panned out, but it's like, dude, he's 19 years old. Yeah. He played a few times last year. I, I mean, I know he's only 19. I just can never understand how a six-foot-tall human being can weigh 130 pounds. <laughs> it's not possible. You watch I, UFC. I probably weighed 130 pounds in first grade. <laughs> Funny enough, so did I. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I had, and in my adventures today, I we've talked about hypotheticals on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Things we've changed, we would change with either A, rules of like baseball, you guys have talked hockey, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have a hypothetical in golf for you guys. I like the match play event, and I love the fact that they do bring back like the Zurich every year and do the best ball, which is what we're familiar with. What if for the WGC, it's what, top 64 in the world, right? Yeah. And then like if guys drop out, they just keep going down the list. So they give them a deadline two weeks or whatever it is prior to know of those 64 who's playing, then they get that figured out. Once they figure out who those original 64 guys are, those 64 guys have to pick a partner outside of the top 64 or whatever it is in the rankings to be their partner and do a best ball match play for the WGC. That'd be pretty neat. And then, because, one, I'd love the format, right? You'd have guys like collapse and be like, I'm going to drop out real quick of the top top 64. (laughs) But think about, (laughs) right, but think about this. That would be career career changing for somebody that week probably or a good chance right right? and i I thought of him yeah because he's not i mean there's a kid that probably he's 19 probably gets he's probably still like getting his feet wet goes to an event like that he can play a little more relaxed he's known just make a lot of birdies but he makes a lot of bogeys and someone picks him up and they go play in an event like that that'd be career changing for him yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be neat to see. Yeah, we see obviously with the Zurich, like you mentioned, we see some guys yeah. end up getting their two year status because they they win there. I was thinking, I'm like, man, I, first of all, I love the match play event, and I know guys don't like going because they're like, well, if I lose, I'm out. Even though I think they get paid because of WGC. Yeah, oh, if you yeah, show up, they, yeah. get, they get last place money, like all those guys that lose. Right. But it's like, and you automatically get three matches or whatever it is in your pool. Or oh, that's right. Or they they went to a yeah. pool or whatever. Yeah, so, You're right. I forgot so you automatically about that. get a couple matches. I forgot that's what they did. But I thought about them, like, what if they had to pick somebody outside of that top? Like, yeah. whatever. If, if Let's say if all 64, top 64 sent them in. You have to pick a partner from 65 on yeah. to be, be your partner. 
He's like, Duke, I'd love that, dude. I wouldn't leave my couch. I, I still love how um, Spieth and Ryan Palmer teamed up in the Zurich because Palmer's Palmer's Palmer caddy beat uh, Greller. Oh, he's, 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 he's like, he's like, if I here. beat you, you got to be my partner for the Zurich. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was something like bet that his caddy Palmer's caddy beat because hmm. they're both from Texas. So they, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how they awesome. like teamed up. By the way, I heard grumblings the other day. They're talking about taking the U.S. Open back to Chambers Bay. Ugh. Well, without Mike Davis, maybe it won't be bad. I, I don't know how much influence he had on it, but I, I feel like any time he's involved, I just... Yeah. DJ will learn the putt by then. Dude, those... I remember that week just being awful. <laughs> like, Ian Poulter said if it wasn't U.S. Open, I would have withdrew. Like, the greens were that bad that week. He's like, he goes, none of these guys want to be here putting on these greens. It's it a shame bad. for that course because I've, I've, I've had a lot of friends go play it, and it's just a pure track. But they just they tried to push it to its limits, and you for the open. sometimes you just can't do that. All right, I'd be curious what it looks like now because obviously when they played that, wasn't it like open like two years? It was like pretty. It, yeah, it was a very, really new course. It was very yeah. new, so I'd be curious. Now, obviously, it's been what five or six years, maybe longer than that. I have no idea how long it's been, but yeah, that was just a train wreck that week. <laughs> I remember Poulter being like. This is unacceptable. If it was like just a two-hour venue, I wouldn't even play. That's a poor course, right? I'm not sure. Because I remember it being just excessively grainy to the point where, I mean, you couldn't read putts. You didn't know it was going to go left, right, left, right, left, right. Because they overcut it, too. There wasn't that much grass on the greens. Mm -hmm. What a shit show that week was. It looked aesthetically bad, too. It looked like the poor thing had the mange. Yeah. (laughs) I heard that the other day, and I was like, please don't. (laughs) Sorry for my hillbilly reference, I guess, but... But Mike, they just replaced Mike Davis. It's uh, a guy who was he, right. just, he was the commissioner of the LPGA His last Tour. Last name's Juan or something like that. W H A N. He was the commissioner of the LPGA Tour, yep. which they didn't know where he was going to go a few weeks ago when he resigned. Turns out he's going to be the CEO of USGA. Good luck with that. You suck. Go again. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> Did you guys see the video today, of Rory? I think it was from today. Rory like just torched <clears throat> the USGA and RA. They brought up the distancing again. <laughs> Uh, I was speaking of that, like a DJ comment as well about Rory. Did you see it? You know what I'm talking I, about? I saw a headline. I didn't watch the video, but he has not been shy about giving his opinion on he literally, lately. Mm-hmm. He literally said, well, do you know he just got voted in starting next year? He's he's the commissioner or whatever, <laughs> the, the player's advisory Did, committee or whatever. So was, do you see DJ's comments today about it? No. They asked him about it, and he's like, well, good for him. They're like, have you ever thought about it? And he's like, no. Can you elaborate? I just haven't thought about it. <laughs> I often wonder what's going on up there. If it's just like radio <laughs> silence or <laughs> some elevator music, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> was like, I just haven't thought about it. <laughs> I mean, pr- I mean, props to someone like Rory wanting to do that. Because someone like Rory, in my opinion, has got a big enough voice where if he wanted to say something, it's just going to carry a lot of weight. Yeah. So now he's going to put like extra time in. Big voice and a little body. <laughs> yeah. But basically, what he t- said today was they brought up the whole distance thing again. And he goes, I've said it before. He goes, the USJ and RNA, RNA are looking through a very small lens. They're focusing on you know, very top-level amateurs and the tour guys. Yeah, we hit it that far because this is our job. We've learned to do that. He said, and he, he went on this rant, and then he goes, I'm probably going to get in trouble for, say, for saying this. He goes, but it reeks of self-importance. I was like, wow. Yeah. I won't hope oh, he can yeah. afford that fine. I think it'll be all right. One, He's gonna have to re- we won't go down a track man wormhole or anything to that extent, but one big difference that you see now, whether you talk about equipment or not, 
Guys were not achieving swing speeds even remotely close to now. Right. So it doesn't matter what you do to the equipment. They will still beat those driving records because you swing a club faster and hit the center of the face, it's going to go further. Well, Roy said today, he goes, even if you put restrictions on manufacturers, they're going to figure out a way around it. He goes, they're that good. They're going to figure out a way around it. You've got to remember, it's not like they came out with the technology that they sell this year. They're 10 years ahead selling their predecessor products. So the idea that they can't make some golf ball better than now is nonsense. Right. They've got it in the tank, but they want to sell all these processes they've had now to milk it before they get there. They're not going to show their cards. They got right. they got guys like Russ up there in the labs working yeah. on that shit. The technician. Under <laughs> microscopes. Goddamn right. <laughs> so to be precise, the Masters is 50 days away, boys. Well, I like that. Oh, and our 50th, 50th episode. They will be taking patrons on some level, I think, right? A, a very limited. See him catch himself there? Yep. Yeah. He went to see fans. He said patrons. I know better. Patrons. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get an email on Tuesday. Uh, one of your uh, one of your guys on your podcast. That's fine. They patrons. can email anything they want as long as they send media passes along. <laughs> I like it. Four. They can't They can't leave one out because of what I say. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll sneak in if I have to. If you're not on camera, they wouldn't know. <laughs> I'd show him a picture of Dalton. This is the guy that said it. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Anyway. Are we done with golf? I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited for this week. One more Dude, thing on that. Loaded field. Nate Lashley had that four putt. Oh, I still Did, haven't seen oh. it. He, I don't he want to. like the biggest friggin' baby in the world, dude. You that ever guy, lose half a million dollars in 25 <laughs> seconds? Yeah, but you could tell You could tell this was just ingrained in his personality. Like, his egotistical assholeness just Slamming like, the green was uncalled for. Yeah. Throw yes. the club or chuck a ball or yeah. whatever, but don't affect yeah. other players. He takes I get his what you're slams it on a green like yeah. a couple feet from the hole. You could do what Brooks did. You just break two sets of irons. Yeah. Brooks broke yeah. irons after Mexico and Torrey Pines. Right? Sat in a room by himself, <laughs> broke irons, listened to loud metallic music. I don't know. Before we move I'll on take those golf. iron heads, Brooks, if you're getting rid of them. <laughs> Do you know Lashley's we'll story? I got no. all these backstories. Do you know Lashley's story? No, but I'm pissed because I was killing DraftKings until Lashley went from 15 under to 12 under, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? He was at a college golf tournament, and his parents and girlfriend flew to see him and they died in a plane crash on the way home oh i think i've heard that before hmm. i don't know what's i think now. his dad or somebody had like owned those little like you and i were talking about the other night like cessnas or whatever you know i was driving down the highway next to our local airport here and there was one taking off today and the first thing that went through my head was bad idea guys bad idea yeah like how shitty is that like yeah yeah it's not good uh let's Obviously. not move on too quick from golf because uh i had something else i wanted to bring up about brooks kepka and someone from Golf.com, I believe, was uh, mentioning that Tony Finau has the same odds as Brooks this week. I saw that, yeah. yeah I so saw that, too. I just, I wrote, I'll just read what I wrote. We won't have to go too crazy about it. But I wrote that Brooks Kepka's odds also factor in his year-over-year performance because the odds are 24-1 to 1 for both of them. And they're saying, why isn't Brooks way ahead of Tony Finau, who never wins but plays well, whereas Brooks goes out and wins tournaments? So I did a little bit of digging Clearly not that hard on PGA Tour.com. But last year he got 43rd in this event in Riviera. 2019 and 2018 he didn't play. 2017 he missed the cut. Talking about Kepka? Brooks Kepka, yes. Yep. And then Finau. Finau always gets a top 10. 
and Kepka just Riviera clearly doesn't set up for him. So to say that the odds are bad, those odds makers are looking at year over year forecasting. They're not just saying their gut feeling of yeah. oh he's pretty good. So Whoever's we know that I love him that. unconditionally, and we'll get there. I love you still unconditionally. You're one of my favorite players, but Riviera just doesn't. It's not good for Who him. Who was pissed about it? The yeah. writer. Someone on golf.com wrote so yeah, something to that. So, yeah, they probably shouldn't be writing because you don't understand what the fuck you're talking well, about. Well, they've been putting up a lot of articles that have uh, misspelling right in the <laughs> article's headline. Like, you didn't proofread <clears throat> like, it at all? It's not just a generalized, like, this guy is better than that guy. Like, you got to understand what the course they're playing. They I have thought, that subpar to, podcast, right? This week. Aren't they, isn't golf.com the one that has the subpar podcast? Uh, I don't think they're part of them. Oh, yeah, he's right. I think it might I be. I think it is golf.com. So it seems like maybe they're just shifting resources towards that sort of media because they're definitely, if that's their podcast, they're killing it in that aspect. Well, but their print media is well, It's because of Colt Nose and the Schlees. But yeah. they got good connections too. Like they recorded quite a few when everyone was out in Arizona. I, I listened to a bunch of like the Billy Horschel one. Good one also as well. I, I like some really funny stories. But yeah, they got some good connections too because one, they played on tour. Well, Colt did. Schlees played on like one event. But the, he's a member at uh, Whisper Rock out there where all those guys play. He knows all those guys, so they get him. That's how they get is him. Is Colt on not on tour at all, or does he have some sort of conditioning? Isn't he in his 30s? He retired. He's walking the course. Yeah, he's doing uh, on-course commentary. He's, he was at Pebble Beach last week. I guess it's a secure paycheck is better than trying to fight for it, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, What a, he had a great amateur career. What do I know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We done with golf now? Sure. So I have a question for you guys. I want to get Ross riled up. I sent him. That's first time in a while. Yeah. I sent you a text the other day of him like flopping. Yeah. So now I want all of your opinions. LeBron said that when the NBA shut down in like 2012 that he could have played football and would have made an NFL team. Okay. Do you think so? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I think he, He's, he could have been a a tight end, an elite tight Playing end. basketball, I assume he's got good hands. He was a good football player in high school. Right. Haven't you commented on that before? What? I swear in one of the past episodes, we, you commented that he would have been a good football player. Uh, we, statistically, in his measurements and stuff, he could have been a problem, like mega, because height-wise, speed-wise. Yeah. We have had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I. The point that I made when whenever we talked about this was, yeah, physically – from an athletic standpoint, he is a freak of nature. So, could he go out there and be a? I always picture him as a tight end. Absolutely. The mentality of flopping, and it's not just him in the NBA. I understand right. that, but he definitely does. Looks like he invented it sometimes. Right. That mentality would not translate at all to the NFL. So, it. Yeah. The question in my mind is, would he have the mental toughness to go out there and compete physically in a physical not the basketball isn't physical but the nfl is a different animal right would he have the mental strength to go out there and endure that versus his flop ability that he has now i was same thing when i heard that this week was my initial response was like well yeah the guy's what six foot eight he would have been a great tight end or something like that he was a good tight end in high school he got recruited by ohio state penn state and a bunch of other like d1 schools mm-hmm. my first thought went to like I think the guy's too big of a bitch to take a solid hit from somebody. But I feel like you got to have the mental game. I, and I think he has that, obviously, being one of the greatest 
of all time. You, I just feel you, like you've the first got to time have, you get smoked, you get well, like. Yeah, but you've got to have. So maybe maybe mental game isn't worded right. Well, that's sort of what I'm going to go with. Yeah, it too. you got to be mentally ingrained that you are going to be the best. Obviously, he's become one of the best in the NBA. So I think if I think those guys you know, is similar yeah, that's, to that's Pope. not at all what I'm talking about though. Talking like a toughness, toughness right? Right, but I I think the, it's any of those guys, Jordan and Kobe. If you say, "Hey, you're going to change sports and you're going to play whatever it is, baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is," they have the mentality that I'm going to change sports and I'm going to become mm-hmm. the best that I can. It's a mentality. Yeah, well, so I, I think they physically, I don't think it would be a problem for them. I just, I worry that, I I would often wonder, and always, it's never going to happen, so could he, like you said, like, did he develop that now because he plays basketball and that's what the NBA has become? And would he have gone a different direction playing football? Like, yeah, he's got, he's, he's a great athlete, but you got to wonder, like, in 2012, he was probably not as strong as he is now. Still a good athlete. Can he handle the speed? Because he was a great football player, but that was in high school. We never even saw him play in college. Can he handle the speed and can he handle the contact that a professional linebacker compared to some kid in high school hitting you? Right. Or anybody hitting yeah. you, I guess. Yeah. Like, My thoughts sort of piggybacks off what Adam was saying with the mental side of it. Since he was in high school, he's been the center of attention. And we know that if he played, he'd be a tight end or a receiver or something to that extent. He's not going to be the quarterback. It's just not going to happen. And I don't think that he could handle not being the center of attention. And I, I just have a, I have no idea. Obviously, it's all speculation, but I feel like maybe he'd turn into an Antonio Brown or some sort of locker room cancer <laughs> because he f- would feel like he has to have the center of attention. I'm pretty sure time. he was a tight end in high school. Is that Yeah, well, he, tight end receiver, I don't yeah. know. Something like that. In effect. high school, who yeah. knows what it was, but. I just know there's a big gap. I mean, there's a there's a gap depending on where you play in high school between high school and college and where you go to college. I feel like that gap from college, like they always say, like you have – some of these teams have four or five guys that are like they're fast, they're NFL players. It's like then when you get to the NFL, it's like they're all that fast, they're all that big, they're all that strong. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not he could fill that gap. Got the, got the hamster going, though, make me wonder. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Yeah. First thing I thought it was like this dude flops on the basketball court. Could you take a shot across the middle? I think, I think it was more of a just NBA thing. If it's you don't so learn to bad. fly, if you don't learn to fly, because and I don't remember. Obviously, this was a while ago, two thousand three when he got drafted. I don't know if he was ever doing that fifteen years ago. I don't think so. So that's why I don't know if that's yeah. just something that these NBA players like think they have to do now. So, so even bad. even like away from the the flopping for fouls, but. I, I go back, I don't know when this was, but there's, I don't know, I don't want to call it an infamous moment, when he, I don't know, rolled his ankle or something. His toe, wasn't it? And Right. <laughs> because his toe. It like hurt his toe, <laughs> and three teammates had to like literally carry him off the court, and then you didn't see him for like a couple weeks. <laughs> I guess that situation is the example of if you, he's he's one of the greatest ever, right? I, I'm, I don't deny that. It's the mentality of putting yourself in that situation versus I'm going to try to walk this off and get back in the game five minutes later. Well, we've heard a lot about turf that, toe. Is that hardwood floor toe? Or <laughs> <laughs> I guess in those situations, that's, I don't know, like, oh, shit, I hurt my foot. And, you know, Clay Thompson 
when he blew his ACL out in the playoffs, right? And he comes out and takes the free throws. Right. I don't picture LeBron doing that. I picture him being taken off in a wheelchair and he's done. I think about that, the time. He, that's kind of the yeah. mental state that <laughs> I, I think. I think back to the game in San Antonio where he blamed the loss on, it got humid in here, there's no AC, and I cramped up. Right. Like you've never played outside in the middle of summer? Right. So can that guy go play a football game in Houston one week and then Green Bay the next week? I think he could. <laughs> I, I, I think it's more of a mental thing than. Exactly. Than, and I don't think he's got. Uh, he's a, we'll never know. He's a princess. It's <laughs> what it is. I, it really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't like the guy, but I, I know one of the, I won't say a few highlights, but a highlight of Stafford is getting hurt, separating his shoulder, I think, and then they take him off the field. He was mic'd up for this. Yeah, and he says, no, 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 put me back in, put me back in, I can do it, and I throws can, the ball I can throw with the separated shoulder and then yeah. walks off the field, going into the mic. So you yeah, think LeBron I, with a, a little twisted up pinky toe is going to go right. out and do that? He's... I just feel like he's always throughout his career he's proven the opposite of that. AD stumbled off and then I'm like, oh man, it looks like he tore his Achilles. Yeah, I'm like, oh that that's not good. And then like a day or two later, he's like, he's got a he's got a, he's got a calf strain. I'm like, dude was grabbing his Achilles tendon. Like, you, if your calf hurts, like that's a little higher. And then I read I read something really funny. Like AD's the only guy I know. That plays basketball with leggings, long johns, and tall socks and still gets hurt. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to call off work? Last night I had a calf cramp. I'm not coming in. <laughs> yeah. He's another guy that's, oh, I feel like he's always got something going on with him. It's AD. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I don't want I don't know. I don't like bashing on these guys, but when Kawhi took that elbow earlier in the season, and he had like nine stitches put in his face or something, and then he missed two games. Like, how many times in hockey do you see a guy – get their face cut open, they go back, get stitched up, and they're back there the next game. Yeah. And if it's real bad, they'll put a cage on their helmet. Right. I, I just – It was – To it, me, it's it's almost – it's it can't be a coincidence that that – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to I say remember that. one that time – unwillingness to yeah. get back out there just happens to always be the basketball player. I remember, like, when I was in high school playing basketball. Like, we didn't have, like, the fancy ankle braces and shit. Like, you rolled an ankle – your coach would be like, just tie your shoe tighter. <laughs> like that kind of shit, right? Yeah. He'd come or up you get the big brown ace bandage. You didn't like, even do that. Wrap, like, wrap the oh, swelling man. will hold it still. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know, middle of the game, just tie it tighter. We'll tape it at halftime. Just that kind of shit. I remember one time I dove for a loose ball, not thinking, like just going for the loose ball. They had waxed the floor like oh, days earlier. That kind of felt good. No. And it was just like the friction of jersey, <laughs> wax floor. I still I still used to have like a scar on my stomach from it. It cut me wide open. Hard, hard hardwood burns. Straight up risky business on it. No, you didn't slide. Uh, That's hard, the problem. Yeah, no, yeah. Hard, hard, hardwood burns. Yeah. That shit hurts, man. The raspberries. But then they wax the floor. It's fresh. Like It looks good. I'm like, it sucks playing on it. So I go down. I think I'd rather go down on like a, a playground court. You want that dusty court. Yeah. The dusty court. You so I hit this thing. And I'm standing there like in a timeout. And, and like I come out of timeout and they're like, Raf goes up. He goes, uh, "You're you're bleeding." I'm like, "What?" And I got this patch, like this big on my jersey, and I'm like, "Oh man!" He's like, "You got to come on." I'm like, "Can I just tuck it in?" He goes, "No, no, you got to you got to go change jersey." So I run off the floor. They take me in the back of the locker room. We had extra jerseys. They didn't fit, but I still changed. <laughs> I wore like a medium, like nice. like just squeezed it on, and like we it call was, it a schmedium. It think. was so bad. They like patched me up with like gauze so it wouldn't come through, and like. My only option was like a medium jersey. I'm like, that was LeBron. He'd be like, that doesn't fit. Yeah. I'm not. I don't look good in that. 
I mean, I I never played baseball beyond high school because I blew my knee out at the end of my senior year, so I didn't get to play at Corning. But you think as a catcher, the number of foul tips I took off my head, my bare hand, my nuts, inner thigh, there's no pad. Oh you my take God. a foul ball right off the beanbag, and you're expected to catch the next pitch two minutes. That was later. only that was only position I never played so, in high school. You know, I ain't getting back there. But to me, that was just. <laughs> Part of the job, if you yeah. will. Whereas, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, LeBron's out there. And Please our, tell me, our coach. If you didn't, even like in January, if a ball was down on the ground and you didn't get down and block it, oh my god, yeah, start running. Yeah, that was. You know, I, I blocked everything. I, I wasn't running. <laughs> when I played little league, they called me the wall. So <laughs> the wall. <laughs> That's all I'll well, say I'll about that. You. That was more of a hockey thing. The wall and Russ. So I was the walrus. <laughs> okay, I, I guess you trump me because I was just Russ a killer of the wall, Willis. Russ was a goalie too. He's got that stop, stop yeah. back. The two back worst stop. positions in sports for your knees. You know, awesome. you, that's you why two, his knees are good. You both played little league, right? Both of you. Yeah. Did you play like all stars and stuff like that? Yeah. Did you practice every day? Yeah. Two a days? Not no. Not two a days. No. We did two a days, like two or three times a week, but we practiced every day. And then I know people, people we know, they're talking about their kids in Little League. I'm like, oh, that's got, you got practice every night. Oh, no. They it's like Tuesday night once a week. <laughs> they practice like twice oh. a week. Oh, God, no. Yeah. I think it was every day except Sunday because I think you couldn't, you couldn't practice. Yeah. I practice every day. But when we weren't practicing, I was over at Northside Blodge with my dad yeah. fetching fall or fly yeah. balls. I had a key to the gym. Yeah. I, had yeah. A, I could get to the, the That was outside. your only key on the ring at that point. <laughs> <laughs> It was a phone call, like not from a cell phone either, because I didn't really have it back then. But I had the cord phone. It was Zach like Morris style. 30, 30 foot cord on your kitchen. And you just you pull it out and you, you know wrapped it around everything. Can you go let me into the batting cage? <laughs> Those wrapped, were the days. Wrapped around his neck. Yeah, <clears throat> you could like answer the phone and steer your dinner from like forty yards Taylor away. Taylor still has no clue what a cord on a phone is. I don't know when you think I was born, but <laughs> so a telephone. You used to be able to put your finger in it. I was going to say, when I was a kid, we had the uh, the rotary style where you had to. By the way, I had the worst phone number. So, the and, it, and where I grew up, the last digit is nine, right? Yeah. Of the okay. first three. Yeah, yeah I got you. The last, used to be anyway. They've the changed last it. three digits of my phone number my entire life, it still is to my parents right now, was 999. <laughs> <laughs> like stretch your wrist out before you dialed that phone number. Well, good thing if you're at home, you didn't have to call. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you'd be your grandma's like, well, call your mom. You're like, all right, yeah. <laughs> you guys think I'm that super young? I've made a collect call from a payphone, so I guess I can't be that young. So you know what payphones are. Yeah. So you've been in yeah. jail. You've been in jail. You've been in jail. <laughs> you are receiving a call from. <laughs> yeah, don't brag about that one. <laughs> I have not been to jail, actually. Thank you very right. much. Right. Prison. <laughs> don't take this. Don't take this podcast off the platforms, please. He's not, we know he's not allowed near Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> They've since changed names. Door school. I was just gonna say, do they still exist? Uh, so when the DoorDash thing popped off, they switched and remarketed the, whatever the name of the mouse, the Chuck E. Cheese mouse, like you know the robotic band that comes out. Was it Chuck? No, it's something really Italian okay. name, sound. And they Rat- changed, Ratatouille. No, it's oh. like something Lino. Or Miguel. Something. No, uh, <laughs> they have rebranded their pizza Google under this. some fancy Italian name, and they sell it on DoorDash. It's Chuck E. Cheese garbage pizza that they sell through DoorDash to keep their doors open. 
Can you imagine ordering like, oh, this is a fancy new place, and it shows up as a shitty Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Wait, didn't Chuck E. Cheese get a couple of them get in trouble not too long ago because they would reuse, reuse pizzas? <laughs> Do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Someone would like order a pizza and not use all of it. What do we got, Russ? Do you know what the E stands for? Edward. Enlighten me. It's entertainment. Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> what a name. Chuck E. Cheese character. You remember? We're going way off topic. Do you remember? Yeah. Russ, do you remember? Oh, you guys might too. Pause. Dis- Discovery <laughs> Zone. Discovery yes. Zone? Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That was the place. I lost my pants one Pasqualis, they call it. What? Can you imagine, like, oh, the, you ever tried that new place in town, Pasquale's, and it shows up a reheated oh. frozen pizza? I thought you were saying the name of the the mouse. That's, That's the robotic mouse that comes out on the stage. You know when you go there, there's, like, the robot band? No. no. I guess you guys are too old, but if you were my age group, there's a robotic band at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> he was, a, he was a rat from 1977 to 92, and then they rebranded him as a mouse. mouse mice are cuter, man. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is not Mickey Rat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I did not expect to be Googling Chuck E. Cheese, the character. So crock pot recipe, you take the rats. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. We've <laughs> already had scroll talk. At one point, I don't know who Bushnell is. That's Nolan, a, Bush, that's a, that's Nolan Bushnell was the founder. At one point... Bushnell decided to change the restaurant's name to Rick Rat's Pizza. <laughs> Here's However, Bushnell's lessons. group plan believed that a rat as the name of the restaurant would not be appropriate. So they finally decided on However, Chuck, Chuck accurate, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. Dude, I remember they got in trouble for that shit. Not yeah. getting a sponsorship from them, that's for Some, sure. Somebody, people like order pizza, not eat all of it, and they take it in the back. Someone uh, else order a pizza. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I They, did like, reassemble like, this. Like yes. in, the, in the restaurant, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I was looking forward to those free coins too. God damn it! Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese got put out of business probably from uh, <coughs> Dave and Buster's, <laughs> the adult version. Dave, rebranded Dave to a mascot. Place to go. Yeah, and change the name. Before nine p.m., you're trying to drink a beer, and there's nine year olds bumping your draft beer in your arm. I, uh, Where are you going? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Metro Detroit. It was open to the Metro children until <laughs> until nine p.m. And then they kicked up. the kids out. Then it was a fun place to be. <laughs> place to sell drugs I mean, in Detroit. My, uh, <laughs> this is amazing. Our junior, week, our junior week in college, one of the nights we went to Dave and Buster's, and I think it was my wife. I'm trying to remember. They had like a horse game. You had to like roll the ball up to see how far you could like move up. So there's like ten of us playing, and she didn't realize she set her beer down, and obviously it was slanted because you had to roll the ball up like a ski ball. And she bent over to do something. Beer comes over, tips on her. <laughs> What else you got <laughs> the rat mascot was originally given a New Jersey accent. He cracked jokes, sometimes holding a holding a cigar. <laughs> I remember the and cigar then, in for hand. kids. In 1995, <laughs> the mouse was given a more child-friendly makeover. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you know what we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. Rick Rat's Pizza. Have you pizza. grown up yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> After Rick Rat's Pizza, it was called Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater. That's why I still wish there was Discovery Zone around. <laughs> yeah, dude, DC. <laughs> Oh, they're on a Friday night. That was the shit. You get into the ball pit or that fucking Benji, bungee cord. The bungee cord down through? Thing. No, oh, yeah. I'm old DZ, enough that I remember. place to go. I remember renting. me on my own. I remember renting VHS tapes and rewinding them in this like special rewinder thing to take yes. them back to Blockbuster. Yep. That's got to be enough of an ID That's, to buy a beer at this point. I don't know. 
You remember trying to record your favorite songs by throwing a cassette in the radio and like <laughs> wait yes. for it to come on? Yes. You catch like the, the radio jockey's intro, next on the radio. You're like, shit. <laughs> See, you guys missed giving your parents computer aids by downloading LimeWire, though. That, no, that was just, no, I had no, that. No, I had that. Oh, really? Actually, I'm going to go back up. Been there. Napster before LimeWire. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. Been there, done that. Couldn't Sorry, wait to go home and burn a CD. Still got <laughs> yep. it. They still work. And check the... Uh, the suggestion was from a math teacher who's... On your away message on AOL. <laughs> yeah. It, the suggestion for us to do it was from a math teacher. You guys know as the brother that's pretty yoked up, works with electricity from Addison. Nope. Uh, I think we're all lost. <laughs> big fat tail. Big beavers. fat tail. Oh. Okay. I'm confused. We'll talk about it off air. It's irrelevant <laughs> at this point. The Sorry, animal just named. She suggested in school basically that we download this, and everyone gave their computers oh! aids. I want. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. She's a pretty nice person now, but she used to be a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. No, I'm, I'm Russ and I are really lost no, now. No, I, I know. Yeah, you wouldn't about. know. I want to try to find a Rick Rats pizza like vintage hat or something. I want to download AOL again and leave an away message. <laughs> it's better than Twitter. You've got mail. Yeah, taking a dumpy back in five. LOL. <laughs> There's no you. You wrote laugh out loud then. There's yeah. no LOL yeah. then. <sighs> My grandma thought it was lots of love, so she'd end text serious texts with LOL, and it was like, Grandma, what's going on? This is pretty dark. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Be right back. How in the hell did we get on this? To Kicking the neighbor's there? cat. Damn thing won't shut up. <laughs> or the like the chicks that left like the the. Uh, I mean, it was basically like Twitter before it was Twitter. Right? I, still, I still had AOL my fresh sophomore year of college. Are you Put talking about AIM, the instant <clears throat> yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the door swinging open sound when people yeah. log in? Yeah. I had that. I, that was yeah. Welcome to insomnia. That's how it started for me. I'd leave. Leave my away message up, and then my sister would get there before me, sign me out, and then tell me I had like three messages, but not tell me what they were. <laughs> when you had brothers and sisters, it should be illegal. <laughs> it should be. She's still part of the family. <laughs> she is. Can't believe you said you loved me. Saw him today with another chick. <laughs> Dated one of those. Unpause. <laughs> uh NFL, we got to talk some free agents. We got some, we got some shenanigans. So I learned today through Patrick McAfee that the big date is March seventeenth. That is technically the start of the new season for the NFL. God, you're just gonna be hammered. And I was gonna say that's St. Patrick's Day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the start of the NFL, and it's also I didn't know this from what he said. That is the date that guys get their contract if you're upon the roster bonus. I thought it was like, well, once the season starts, if you make it through camp, no. yeah, it's March 17th. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of moving shaking in the next like few weeks. Okay. So we'll talk about a few here. Uh, Big Ben. We got to talk about Big Ben. Uh, we, I think, we're ahead of the curve. We've talked about this before and said that they're in some serious trouble there because of his cap hit. They said if he retires, they release him. It's still like... He still got a ton of dead money. It's like fifteen, sixteen million dollars they can get it to. Yeah. So it wouldn't really matter if he retired. It wouldn't be getting rid of that. So there, yeah, there's a lot of dead money there. I had another conversation with a Steelers fan who just didn't get it. I think you might have been here for that conversation. I can't remember, but it was like no, I was not. I was like, uh, Steelers are in a bad spot. No, they'll figure. They're good. They're good. I'm like, no, they're they literally have no succession plan. They just figured Ben Roethlisberger is going to live forever. They've done oh, nothing. 
I don't see how you could argue against that point. Well, that's all I kept. I was like, keep saying to me, no, they're good. They're, he's going to be back. They're going to be fine. I'm like. So then you ask that person, is Mason Rudolph their quarterback of oh. the future? Dewey Haskins. Dewey Haskins now. <laughs> Dewey Haskins? I don't even know who the fuck that is. Dwayne from Washington. Oh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. A, oh. <laughs> yeah, you made uh, the. Ba- I heard a really good analogy today on ESPN. Believe it or not, the one guy he was a former player. He said the best way to describe Pittsburgh's situation right now is you get a credit card when you're 18 years old, and you just make minimum payments. You're not paying anything, and then all of a sudden they're going to call you and be like, "Yo, principals do." He goes, "That's what Pittsburgh's been doing for like five, six years, and just spreading it thin and like just yeah, basically selling out to try to win, and then all of a sudden it's like." Well, shit. I guess we don't know what to do here. Well, I think that's the problem, right? The average fan doesn't understand the salary cap part. They're like, oh, okay, they're fine. It's like, well, no. they're. I think Pittsburgh's in, like, one of the worst spots overall. Like, yes. one of the top five worst spots, So, I think. even with the Ben's cut, like, let's yeah. say the salary – first of all, I don't think cap's set yet. No. They're, yeah, they're still going to talk way. about that. I actually heard grumbles last week. They're not going to change it. Oh. Which would be huge for a lot of teams. Right. But it's still a lot of. I think there's still that, teams even that, are, that even that they said even if it was like 185, there's still like 15 teams like within a million dollars of going over. So if Plain it's bankruptcy, I don't know. If it's 185, <laughs> I think Pittsburgh would still be with Roethlisberger right now. They still be almost 10 over probably. Like 21, 21 over, because they were like 31 over and he was due 41. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, the average fans don't understand. These GMs are going nuts right now. First of all, they yeah they don't know what cap is. They don't, and then they're trying to figure stuff out because they have no idea what to do. So I was reading a bunch of stuff like how the cap works and these things they do. It's basically funky accounting. They they will find a way to make anything happen. They're like, oh well, if you can't do this, then do this, and if you can't do that, then we just do this. It's almost like the cap. I read the other day something like the cap literally means nothing in the NFL. Look at the Saints. That's why I think. I- Said that a few weeks ago. We were I was talking confused about by this because it, it it does not seem like it's 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 called a salary cap, but it really isn't. If there's ten they, ways from Sunday to get around, they it. just it's it's like they make up the rules as it goes. Crazy because what's New Orleans around like forty one million over or something like that? I don't. I have a look. They're projected like forty one million or something like that. They're in a bad spot. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Roethlisberger. They're probably going to make a decision in the next like. How much is the cap in football? They don't know this, this year. past year was one eighty eight somewhere, somewhere in there, in there something yeah. like that. The rumor is it's going to come right, down fifty three guys though. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds kind of low. And actually. The, well, and they have to, and depending on obviously where you are in the draft, like Guarantees. Jacksonville. <laughs> I said <laughs> that was really, the weirdest way to say Jacksonville. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville, right? They've got to set aside. Obviously, they're un, well under cap, but they probably have to set aside fifteen million dollars. Just for their draft picks this year, for one year yeah. because of yeah. contracts, so and guaranteed money. Like think right. of the first pick, that's guaranteed. Whereas money. like mm-hmm. some, a team like the Bills probably only have to set aside <clears throat> five or six million for draft picks. You had said you had heard rumors the Bills were going to try to make Josh Allen the highest paid quarterback, right? Now isn't Mahomes' contract worth like fifty million a season? 40, forty-six or something like okay. that. So it's close, yeah. I mean, that's a gigantic chunk of a football salary cap for one player. But I, which I scares him. me as a Bills fan. So the set, it was one eighty-five ish, one eighty-eight this year. Rumor is one seventy-five next year because salary cap is based off like revenue, revenue and stuff like that. 
Right. There has to be a TV deal kicking in because I sent him a link. They have it projected like what was like two twenty five or two twenty seven next, like the following year. Yeah, like twenty twenty two. Like it was a huge jump for like another like four or five years. So they got something in the pipeline that I'm not privy to. I'm assuming like the NBA does with their whatever. Mm-hmm. So and I think Josh still has one year left in his rookie contract, and then a team option after that, and team option. So in theory, they could do it. Everyone's been they did with like Wentz, Mahomes. You can negotiate those contracts. So he wouldn't be due a contract till 2024 right. season. But they could they decline his option right and basically kick that contract in or yeah they could yeah. but yeah. you're probably not going to do that obviously even at forty million if the cap is two twenty five that's twenty percent that seems like a scary percentage for one player yeah. when you have to right fill out an entire football team. now if you now if he says obviously you look at it and you say hey I'm willing to take twenty five but give me twelve years or just you know what you know whatever it may be but. sent you the one the other day they. Team, some of these teams right now are already like, was it a lineman from Green Bay I sent you? They took his contract. Yes. Re, I don't know what they did, but they did something that basically like somehow signing bonuses don't count towards the cap. That's what teams right. are doing. Like, all right, we're going to give you your contract, th- but you're going to get this is your salary so and I the rest think, in the signing bonus. I think NHL is the only one that it counts. It, st- it counts. Like, they some guys make like on July 1st make like $10 million in a signing bonus. But overall, it still counts towards your average cap yeah, hit. It does count as a cap hit. So, but the NH- I think NHL is the only one that actually That's probably why counts. I – yeah. So when I think of salary cap, I think of hockey, which Ho- hockey, is the one I'm most close to. And that's a hard cap, and every dollar you make goes against Even it. when you trade for guys, like if you're over, you've <clears> got to figure that out. Yeah. It was, Bac- it was Bacarari that – Bakhtiari. Bak- yeah. Bakhtiari, yeah. So he was like, converting his 11 – I have my volume thing somehow blocking some of this out. Nice. Recently created like something point three million in cap space, converting left tackle more than eleven million dollars after bonus into a signing bonus. Okay, so therefore, if he let's say he was making fifteen, they decided, hey, we'll pay you a five million dollars salary and we'll pay you a ten million dollars signing bonus. Yep. On whatever date. And in the NFL, that doesn't count against the cap. I, I think so that, would, well, I think like there's like a small portion of that that counts towards the cap, but it's not, you know, full. it's not like hockey, yeah. like the total average for the contract. The thing about though, like if you're an NFL team, if you can do that, you know, I mean, they're probably all going to do that because next year, if they're allowed fans, like I can't imagine what ticket sales are going to be. I'm sure they're going to prices are going to go up mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. They know they're going to make back their money. Yeah. 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 Do you think if enough teams get their back to the wall? That the NFL will s- sort of renege and and move that cap up to s- just to uh, facilitate the I don't possibility. Think, I don't of think they can just not. move it up. I think it, they've they've got to make sure they don't want to go under. But if they, I, I mean, I get what you're saying though. If they have, if 15 teams go, we can't make yeah, this work exactly. without cutting good players. The NFL yeah. doesn't want you to cut good players because no one's going to watch, oh, yeah. and that's what they care about. Yeah, when it comes down to ratings and viewership, yeah, I, I see that maybe there could be a move. Yep. Yeah, if the cap's stagnant uh, and like you say, you got half the league that says we we cannot make this work financially. I think that's a hang up right be, now. Something will be cap. done because no one wants to watch teams cut their good players. What what the hell's the point in watching? I think that's part of the hang up right now. They haven't announced or said what the cap is. I I really think like some people are like, okay, well, how do you lower a cap for a thing you never saw coming? No one saw this coming. Like, how do you start punishing everybody? I get you got there's, and I think I mean, I've ever, even heard some people say like. Why don't you just not move it and say, all right, we're going to keep it the same this year. Like, at least do that. So I like, mean, 
they, they've got to be hoping that by September they'll have fans. I would uh, think so. Most teams, you yeah. know what I mean? Like at least at a twenty-five. To 50%. Yeah, even if it's if you have twenty-five, fifty percent capacity, is a hell of a lot is more than they were getting. Most stadiums, that's twenty-five thousand people, something in that yeah. range. Aren't most of them fifty or sixty thousand? Yeah, somewhere in there, fifty to seventy, somewhere yeah. in there. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I think they're going to make their money back at eleven dollars per Bud Light. I'd say so. <laughs> and think, I mean, think about like what else did we have to do? Just think about the good beer cost during football season, right? We were technically still going through all this. So the one thing you did is, I'm sure TV ratings were great for the NFL throughout the year. Might be my guess. Yeah. But uh, another player, uh, the big one, J.J. Watt got released by Houston. Big question here is, why didn't Houston trade him? And the best answer I could see from this was, if you traded J.J. Watt, he was due, I think, $17 million, I heard. If you traded J.J. Watt... You'd have to trade him to one a team that the cap space could f- pay him to a team that he wants to go to, yeah. and making those things work, it was just better for both parties to just release him. Yeah. I think he's one of the f- the rare cases where a team has looked at what he's done for the team on the field and what he's done for the city off the field. He's been there a long time. Yeah. It was kind of a respectful thing of hey. This isn't working anymore. Yep. We're going to allow you to go wherever you want rather than right. trade you somewhere you don't want to be. So the, I've heard, I mean, the, the one that keep talking is Pittsburgh, but we know what Pittsburgh's financial situation is. I don't know how. I mean, yeah, it's a feel-good story. Go play with your brothers, but I don't know how Pittsburgh can even make that work. Yeah. They've got guys that are already on their team that are free agents that so he, I don't know how they're going to yeah, make work. Sorry, so I, he's a uh, – go, go ahead. Sorry, go. I zoned out on that. Your cool question about not trading him. But – so you, I might be just repeating what you said. I don't know. But if teams know that, you know, I'm only going to have to give up a fifth-round pick for him because of the cost. If I know we don't trade for him, he's just going to become a free agent because they can't hang on to him. Right. So it's just basically a, I don't have to give up a draft pick, and we could potentially get him. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, the Pittsburgh thing, we, we just hammered on the salary cap, but I don't know what his contract was. I've. I see him as one of those guys in a position where he doesn't need money anymore, and if he just wants to play with his brothers, he could go there for a year at a million dollars and not cause too much cap. I think, the, yeah, I think the big thing for him, and I guess Steelers fans won't be happy with this, but I don't think, I don't think they're going to be a contender. I don't either. So I think he wants to. He does. He wants to go get a Super yes. Bowl. So yes, if you if he wants a Super Bowl, because winning a Super Bowl is totally different than wanting to play with my brother. If he wants a Super Bowl, I don't think Pittsburgh's a place to go. By the way, someone told that no. the other day. We we better get used to it. The Raiders are a contender. That's right. That's true. Mm, interesting. On Twitter. <laughs> On Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the guy contender that told for what? The Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy that told me that he has people smarter than me on his <laughs> show for MMA. You yeah. know, I'm a football gotcha. layman, and I'm I'm okay with saying that. I I don't think I could name a player off the Raiders. If you told me who their quarterback is, I probably know, but I couldn't. They don't know right now, probably. The kid from Toy Story. (laughs) Andy? (laughs) Sid. Adam, like, the guy was like, well, I think you should come to the Raiders. And Adam's like, don't you think he wants to go to contender? He's like, you guys got to get used to it. The Raiders are a contender. Uh, Eight and eight's not a contender. I'm pretty sure Mahomes is still sitting in front of you there, so. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Whatever that guy wants to bet on the Raiders next season. Let me know. I'll let him know. Uh, So teams I've heard for J.J. Watt. This has been like pounded on the last like day and a half. Was Cleveland? 
I said Cleveland's a big one. The yeah. Bills and Green Bay. Those, yeah, I've seen the Cleveland rumor. I, I mean, let's give Cleveland credit. They they are making a turnaround, so it's not a yeah. And you and the big question is his health, right? Can he stay healthy? If he can stay healthy and is a secondary pass rusher to Miles Garrett, it's a pretty good two headed monster there. Yeah, he's only been. Not hurt once in the last few years. It was like 2018. <clears throat> There's another team, though, I think, that can jump in contention quickly. It, it uh, Who's that? I'll let Russ go. So, it, as a Bills fan, it 100% depends on the contract. If he's yeah. willing to take a short, cheap deal to try to get a Super Bowl, I don't have a problem with him on the Bills. If he If he's looking for a – a three-year deal that he's making $20 million a year on, then I want no part of him. Right. I, I, I do, if he's willing to do that, I do think the Bills are a realistic location. And and you mentioned Green Bay. To me, those are one and two in my, in whatever order. Because he's from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. to me. And, and as long as Rodgers is there and playing at an MVP level again, which there's no reason to think he won't next year. Yeah, it's healthy. I, I, those are the two in my mind over Pittsburgh. Who are you thinking? Yeah. Tampa. They're, I heard they're that losing, too. They're losing Shaq Barrett, who's their defensive end, and they're like 25 under the cap. Are they? So, and you if know. he wants a Super Bowl, where else? I mean, yeah. there isn't a better place to go, I guess. But He tweeted that he's like, free agency's wild. Yeah. yeah. And then, dude, I love the people like, kind of, they're like, wild. Buffalo Wild Wings, Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the Minnesota Wild hockey team photoshopped him into the yeah. One of their jerseys. I was like, okay, we'll make it work. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, he used to, he's a good skater. I've seen video of him. Yeah, like, yeah he's, yes. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, Tampa makes sense, too. But. I was still listening to uh, Lombardi on McAfee. I think it was yesterday or today, yesterday. I think he was on there yesterday. <clears throat> Lombardi used to be a GM, and he goes, in my experience, this happens every time a big free agent hits the market. He said, the only time I remember more than two teams actually showing legit interest was, I think he said, like, what, Reggie White or something like that. When he hit the free agent market, he goes. Other than that, it's like there's one or two teams that have legitimate interests, and now with social media, you have all these teams you get thrown in the mix. Right. And yeah. I hear I read something today that Buffalo why has interest in going to Buffalo as well as Buffalo has reached out to him. I think Buffalo. I, I think is it's the, down those those four teams that we just. talked I think about. Uh, Buffalo has become a place where people want to go now. Yeah, I think he's yeah. gonna. I think he's gonna get like ten a year, whether it's two or three years. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing two years. Twenty million total. The Sean Watson, what a mess this is in Houston too. This has become a let me know when it's over, and then we'll talk about it kind of situation. I agree. As far as I'm concerned, I, I at this point I see the guy still being on Houston next year. And, I think until, until, until he's traded, yeah, it's not news in my opinion. They're saying he's not going anywhere. The rumor is the Panthers made them an offer. They included McCaffrey. But if you're Watson, why would you want – they were going to give up McCaffrey in, like, three picks. Yeah. It's so, like, why would you go from a team that went, what, three and right. 15 yeah. to a team like, – you take their best player off the team. Yeah, yeah. you take the best – like, yeah, what's – Yeah, that's a worse situation. Unless you just can't stand Houston, the city which I, I or think the organization. The more it's coming out, it seems like that's more – It's the owner-player issue, yeah. yeah. Which – More than – it's, anything but all leads back to the question for me of well, why'd you sign that contract? Got the big one, yeah. If you could, I assume, be a free agent at this point and go wherever you want. Three right. picks exactly. seems kind of ambiguous, too. I just feel like wherever you trade him, they're gonna have to give up a lot. 
which yeah. means they probably don't have a lot of long-term like yeah. succession plan and you're just going to go to a team you hope you win. Yeah. You're back you're back in the same situation you were in Houston in my opinion. Yeah. So Carson Wentz uh the big rumor is Indy. They're saying this is going to get done in the next couple of days. He said he has zero interest in going to the Bears. Okay. I can't imagine why. Was that a rumor, or did he just say that? I mean, that was an article. The Bears made the playoffs last yeah. year. So <laughs> um, Keep, I've heard Indy and somebody. I mean, that's got to be driven by the I think Frank Wright connection, yeah, right? I think he's still going to be in Philly. I don't think he'll be gone. <clears throat> the Bears make zero sense to me because if you go to Chicago, you're literally back to where you were in Philly with Nick Foles backing you up. Yeah, it's the same situation. Yeah, they maybe want a, want, they want a Super Bowl that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm the outcast here. I I don't think Carson Wentz is. I I think he's washed up. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I the few games that I watched last year where he was playing, having nothing to do with the schemes, the play calling, just trying to throw a football to somebody 15 yards away, and he's nowhere near accurate in doing that, hitting guys in the feet like. And he's owed a lot I, of money. Yeah, I, I think I, – I personally don't think he's a good quarterback, and he still, yes, as you just said, has a monster contract. I don't know why any team would want to touch him. Safe to say you would think that if he goes to Indy, it's a downgrade from Rivers? Mm, yeah, yes. Yeah. i put him in the same if, echelon, but it, it comes down to I money at that point, right? Right. I don't watch a lot of Bears football, but I think I would rather go forward with Trubisky than <laughs> than I would too. Wentz. Bears actually had a winning record, and they would Trubisky in the lineup. Yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah, they were. I mean, am I off on that or no? Do you think Wentz is? No, I don't think he's good. I just that's why I don't think I, I don't, don't think he's worth the money either. I don't think he'll be yeah. out of Philly because right. because of the contract. That's money yeah. I mean, I think I said that right. two episodes ago. I think that's who's going to want to take him on. It's first. basically an untradeable contract. Yeah. Uh, Jets are taking offers for Sam Darnold. I would take <laughs> Sam Darnold in a heartbeat. Not not on the Bills. I should clarify that. Right. For a team that needs a quarterback, I would take Sam Darnold. If you could put the right pieces around him. And I think this may sound weird. I would take I would try to get Darnold over Watson because of what you'd have to give up. If you really need a quarterback. And and, and you could argue the contract. Right. In there. Contract wise. What's what's Watson's contract? Hundred it's like it's like one thirty four years, hundred and thirty four, something like that. I'll look at it. Yeah. Um I, I think I would try to get Darnold over Watson because of contract, and I think Darnold is still good. Yeah, he was in. It's four years, one fifty six. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, the the day, yeah. I think we I haven't don't, seen Darnold's true potential. He was yeah, coached right. by Adam Gase. It's yeah, got I one of those magic signing bonuses of twenty seven million, which in theory means the cap hit isn't that big, but relative I mean, to what yeah, you so said that the whole team gets what one eighty eight. So you're four probably, years over like that thirty million. You know, so. There. I don't think that's a crazy take. Yeah. I think to want Arnold. If the Jets are picking second or third, second, second, second. yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't watch a ton of college football, but um, with Zach Wilson there and from do from my house, yeah. do from my yeah. house state there. Fields. Fields just Fields. keeps dropping right now. I don't think either of them. Neither of them scream enormous upgrade over Darnold. Oh, correct. So why, if I'm the Jets, I would keep Darnold and, you know, I don't want to get into this debate whether you want to talk about a receiver weapon, a line weapon, just 
put some better players around him, and you have the chance yeah. to do that at second overall. Yeah, yeah or trade second or trade second overall for a couple picks in the teens. Right. Yeah. Think about. Yeah. yeah right. You could you could draft Devontae Smith at that point. At two. So. And I've I heard and read this week that Miami is not really an option for Watson because they've been kind of supposedly they've been straightforward and said we want to we want to commit to like developing Tua. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't. I haven't seen enough of Tua. I know there's a lot of people on the fence around him, but you just took him in the first round last year, yeah, early first round. I mean, he's shown enough promise to, yeah, why not give him the chance yeah. over giving up what it would take to get Yeah, Watson. I think it would be different, right, if it was his third or fourth year. Correct. But we've seen him play yeah. 10 games. He just came off his rookie year where he was coming off major yeah. hip surgery. Correct. I'd rather give him two years to prove himself. Before I traded half my organization, right. and as a Bills fan, I would love to win the division. I never understood, <laughs> and I thought it was stupid that these guys would draft quarterbacks, all this hype around them, like like a Tua, for example, yeah. and then not play him. It's like you, if you're drafted, if you have, if you're that bad, you got that high of a draft pick that you're drafting a guy like Tua, top five. Then there's a clear understanding there. You're in rebuild mode. That that shouldn't be that should be unspoken. Like, you yeah. got to understand, you're probably not going to win for a couple of years, but you got to yeah. develop. That's just the way it is. I'm not going to be able to say it the same way I did earlier. Jacksonville? Yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville. Um, there. I mean, there's no chance that they win over four games this year with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. They just don't have anything there. So after right. after this year, you're going to be like, no, oh, he sucks. We'll get right. rid of him. Right. right. You, you can't do that. And Look at Allen. How bad was Allen his first year? Yeah. It, and from a financial standpoint, Jacksonville's you got to play Lawrence to get your TV ratings up, to get merchandise sell sales, tickets. To sell tickets. Like, yeah, you want him on the field for financial yep, reasons right. as much as football reasons yep. his first season. At least since he like, since he came right out and said Joe Burrow's our quarterback, yeah. right? That, We're yeah, rebuilding. That's another example, right? We're going to blame with, even with Burrow. I don't know what they ended up winning, like four games, maybe. Even with Burrow, they probably win six, maybe. Like, yeah, it's right. not like they were going to contend for the playoffs. But, he, I mean, they were very open about it. Hey, we're rebuilding. But, but, He's our quarterback. But Burrow, they also drafted Higgins yep. in the second round. They had A.J. Green still. They have Boyd. Jacksonville doesn't have those pieces. No. Yeah, what, one receiver? If that. Chalk or whatever his name is. Other than Minshew, uh, I can't name another. <laughs> I just love that you said Minshew. Oh, <laughs> that's a, yeah, but I love that that's the one guy you oh. can think well, of. Well, I mean, it's their quarterback. That's usually what you think of. Is it, it the hair? Oh, it's the mustache. The stash. Other than him, I can't name a single player on Jacksonville. Jacksonville? <laughs> whatever, however you said it. Can you? Uh, DJ Chark or whatever his name is, wide receiver. Chark. Jerome Robinson. All right. Two. It's not worth it, though. Fair enough. Some guy on the uh, defensive side. I can. <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Urban, Urban Meyer. Yeah. How does that count? Someone tell the Jets they're on the clock right on the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, that's all I have for today, fellas. Do you guys have anything other than stars? Um. Well, real quick. Remember, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, you were talking about listeners and how you, you can see where we get listeners from. Did you notice South Korea at all? That has not popped up. Uh, well, it, it should now because we have a listener in South Korea, and I'm, I was playing Xbox with him the other day, and he said, I can really tell you're learning about football. I completely disagree. Sorry, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm pretty much silent for about 20 minutes. I love Clyde. Clyde lives in South Korea? 
Yeah, he's on an Air Force base. So let's right, see if we okay. can spread our okay. influence. That at least makes <laughs> yeah. sense. I thought it was just like some random South Korean who found us. He says he listens to it at work, so I'm hoping he's like bumping it out of a Humvee for everyone in the shop <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> if not, Clyde, that's that's your homework for the week. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I already mentioned most of my stars. My third star was uh, Kate Cunningham. Iowa State played against Iowa State last night at 21 points, seven assists, five rebounds. Uh, that was big for Oklahoma State. They got it. There's going to be some really good college basketball games foreseeable future i dropped the ball didn't watch a lot of sports last week so i don't have any stars you can call me the dud (laughs) i I got one you can be the honorary dud if you want uh i already mentioned my third star my second star devin booker um last week Suns went four and all he averaged 32 points bdb that's that's right five rebounds five assists um and blew a complete monster lead last night yeah 24 point lead Reminds me of that story I told you about. There's no 28-point shot or whatever in the girls' sectional game. <laughs> Went on to lose with yeah. a couple minutes left. What's your first, Who's your first star? Oh, first star. We're going to throw this out there. Oh boy. Risk, I'm risking it right now because the game hasn't started. Tell me to wait to post this tomorrow morning. Well, you can post it. It doesn't mean it's going to happen tonight, though. Connor McDavid is one point away from 500 in 368 games, 500 points. He needs one point tonight, Wednesday night. So if you're listening, hopefully tonight against Winnipeg, he gets one point. If not, the star's going to look One point bad. is an assist and two for a goal, right? No. Or one for each. One, oh, one, one for assist one. or goal. I don't understand why they don't weight that differently, but continue. Assist on. or goal. He just needs one. So hopefully when you guys are listening to this. Who are they playing tonight? Winnipeg. So hopefully he gets a point tonight. Dodge Jets. We got about five minutes till game time, so. All right, Mr. Dodd, what do you got? Oh, oh sorry. I thought we were going to go around the ring a couple more times. I didn't even have it pulled up. Well, we got no stars. They already said theirs. I didn't have shit. Yeah. So we're <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so we talked about him earlier, and I, I made it clear that I love him unconditionally, but Brooks Kepka gets my dud of the week. And I'm not going to free ball. I wrote a little bit, so I'll just I'll read what I wrote. You sure? I'll read you like it. Brooks Kepka admitted online to snapping sets of irons. <clears throat> not singular irons, but sets. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good club throw. We know that. Sometimes a five throw? or six. A throw <laughs> or a snap? Well, hang on. <laughs> I'm not against snapping the shaft of a club. Maybe you should talk to my deceased four iron in my trunk. One of <laughs> Golf.com's insiders. I'd like to assume that means tour pro because half of their articles are horribly written. So I'm hoping if they have an insider, it's real. Said, I think he's gotten plenty of offers for for club deals, but Kepka and his team are just asking for the freaking moon. But at this point, uh, do you admit you've priced yourself out of the market and take a lower number than what you've been asking, or do you stick to your guns? They're clearly doing the latter right now. If you thought equipment companies didn't want to pay you enough before, imagine how much they're willing to offer someone who will blame their poor play on the equipment. Brooks, True. you're not selling yourself. I love you, but you gotta. if you're going to do that in a private round, why are you posting about it? When you're trying to ask for a lot of money, plays Mizuno's right irons. Yeah, no, he just switched right. He's playing strict on now. Oh, right, really? that's a key. Yeah, right? he, he can, can have. He well, can play he broke he wants. two different sets. He, he has no contract currently, so he's yeah, got a mixed right. bag. But he won with Strixons at Phoenix. Oh, did he? Yeah, because when he was playing Mizuno's and he won, he had the, couple, G, he had the JPXs. He was playing. yeah, yeah. Instead, after he won, I think it was the did he win the US Open that year? Yeah, said that he so. went back to Mizuno and said, "I need." Mm-hmm. A new set with odds, because that's all he hits when he practices, the odd numbers. Hmm. Odd loft degrees or just odd numbered irons? Like odd numbered irons, like seven iron, nine iron. 
How many wedges does he that seems like if you just had the odds, three, five, seven, nine, you've only got four irons in the bag. That's five wedges, that's you got nine clubs. You got a couple different drivers in there. Okay, so that's ten. You just said that's what he usually would hit when, when he practices. practices. Oh, okay, pra- okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I a lot of guys it, have went to this, right? Didn't Justin Rose just get rid? I of I guess his? a hybrid two woods and a putter. That's fourteen clubs. Worst thing Rose way. ever did was go to that Hamna. Right, but then he left. Yeah. He just left them. Yeah, right. So now he's open. The thing about how long Rory, Rory was open for like, yeah, six half a year. He dumped him. Yeah. So I if think I, if I was that. a successful player like Brooks Kepka, you've got a bunch of money in the bank. You're gonna go out and win tournaments and win a bunch of money. I, I don't know if he does, but if I had like a clothing sponsorship, I would not commit to a club sponsorship. Because we know that Nike will pay a two hundred million dollar contract, so why worry about clubs, right? I would play what works I, for me. Yeah, I would rather have the ability to go. Hey, I want to play a Callaway driver and Titleist irons, and all of a sudden my Cleveland wedges aren't working, so I'm going to switch to Titleist. I want to have that flexibility. If, yeah, to me that flexibility—he doesn't, doesn't need the money, right? That's what I mean. If you don't need the money, that flexibility is worth more to me than having the additional. Contract. Some of these guys probably still pay him like he's playing what the Taylor made driver. Yeah, I believe so. so yeah. He probably, he probably they're probably like, oh, if you play this, they probably pay him still if he likes it. Well, here's the even thing: even though he's not under contract, if, yeah. if you're listening, you made it an hour thirty six minutes. I guess you you've earned the rumor, so I'll spill it. I had heard throughout the years that Tiger was not playing Nike irons. He was playing Mizuno irons with a Nike stamp on them. Yes. So same with Potter, right? Who's to say that Brooks can't the Cameron or have? Yeah. Why can't was, Brooks have a little decorum, sign a big deal, and then continue to play whatever clubs he wants with a little fancy tag that says otherwise? Because he's not Tiger. Touche. Yeah. Give him a few more. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he's got that capacity. But yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think there's another player out there that has the ability to negotiate that into their equipment deal. I'm hey, just saying hey, if I'm it's been done to, before, you know. Yeah, understood. But there's too many guys now. Tiger was a he was the guy. Yeah. There's twenty of those guys now. No, there's not. There's not twenty tigers now. No, I meant twenty top guys. You know there's more uh tigers in captivity in Texas than there are in the entire world in wild. No, I did not know. You that. do now. For you. Back the, day. the answer is oh, the answer is no. We did not know that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for today, guys. Don't forget to water your cactus before you leave. It has not been watered since it's last. It's only week. been a week. It, that's all right. I'm not going to kill it. All right. It doesn't rain in the desert for a while. It snows clearly. <laughs> There's no desert in Texas. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Geography. Till next week.